Hey guys, welcome to That Game Show, the show that talks about all the stuff in the nerd world and all the stuff in between. I am your host, Chase Bunker, alongside the half-Asian sensation, it's Curtis Coe. Hey everyone. One name to rule them all, it's Murph Murphy. How's it going, guys? And player four, it's Daniel Clegg. Hello, friends. Alright, whether well, you are watching us on YouTube or listening to us via Podcast Garden, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, um... Those little, like, phonograms that you heard in, you know, Bioshock Infinite. Thank you for making us a part of your day. Um, kind of old news, but kind of still newish news, because it's still going on right now. Um, it is not official yet, but Hideo Kojima could be leaving Konami. It's been seen recently that they've been removing Kojima Productions logo off of some of their projects. They've also been hiring a whole bunch of other uh, positions to help work on Metal Gear and a bunch of other, like, very interesting, not shady, but very, hey, he might be leaving soon. So, guys, how big is this, uh, how big is Hideo Kojima leaving Capcom? We'll start it off with uh, Murph. Konami. Oh, Konami. Konami, sure. Konami. Konami, yeah. excuse um, me. I've been drinking already. I think it's big in terms of Metal Gear Solid, because I don't, if, well, it depends. I think they've said they're wrapping it up in five, but... Mm-hmm. I don't trust anything anyone says ever about Metal Gear Solid. Like, about series uh, of games? Yeah. yeah. I believe they said they are going to continue making Metal Gear Solid games. Right. So, who knows? Like, he's 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 very clearly, like, this kind of very weird craftsman. Uh, like, everyone knows, or anyone who's played a Metal Gear Solid 5 or 5. Anyone who knows, yeah. Apparently you started <laughs> drinking, too. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> you know, uh, the quality associated with the franchise right correct and just the attention to detail and that's just his signature and mm-hmm. i think it's a shame and i think it's very like i'm not a an expert on japan but i've listened to podcasts with people who are and it's very it's kind of taboo to fire people in japan they more often they just kind of make things hostile enough that they quit Hmm. Like that's just like the, so that's, that's very, very passive aggressive. Yes, yeah, is. Yeah. Uh, I mean we know nothing about their internal uh, right. affairs, but what we've heard is that they're restricting his team in what information they can access, what part of their network they can you know send emails between. They're sort of sequestering that that group into their own little little section to I don't know make it difficult for them or just restrict them from knowing what's going on with the rest of the company since they might be on their way out. But, like, the, Hideo Kojima is crazy enough that this could be a stunt. Yeah, but uh, for what pur- what purpose? Eh? What There's purpose would this... I mean, but then again, Kojima does a lot of stunts that don't make any sense, and everyone's just like, I don't understand why you did that. that had no... Did he do something with like Metal Gear Solid 3? Where uh, he was like dressed... Oh, they said it was going to be a Raiden game, or something like that, and then like... Um, hmm. Yeah. Solid Snake showed up in um, uh, was it, Sam Fisher's play. outfit yeah. and beats the crap out of Raid and then it's like, oh, it's my game, blah, 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 blah. Um, I mean, any press is good press, I suppose, but I don't yeah. think that's what this is. I think he's probably on his way out. And I think it probably is a big deal, and Konami knows it. That's why they have to start um, getting people used to seeing different names on the game titles. Well, they're, because they're people just... associate a lot of positive... Uh, feedback with Kojima yeah. and Konami, but they want to see that name. It's like uh, uh, Sid Meier's mm. here. 
right? Shigeru Miyamoto would be the other sure. one. Probably. Big names of, of developers carry a lot of weight. But so I mean, one, they're probably going to lose the right to use his name anymore. But two, they mm-hmm. want to start associating positive feedback with Konami more so than Kojima. The one thing I, mean, I don't like... Okay, oh, you go you go yeah. with Counterpoint first. Counterpoint, when they announced Silent Hill, it was through the PT demo. They didn't really say anything about it. Uh, there's no way to know what it is until you beat it. And the way you beat it is they didn't expect anyone to beat it for at least a month. Yeah, but here's the like here was the thing about the whole <laughs> yeah. Silent Hill yeah. PT thing was that everybody got excited for it because Hideo Kojima's name was on it because he's known for putting out quality. And I'm thinking mm-hmm. like I'm looking at all the other games that Konami's made without Hideo Kojima. I'm what is it? It's uh, Castlevania: Lord of Shadow, which is was getting it, mixed reviews. You've had the was Silent he involved Hill. in that one? I think I he of, was. I think he was involved. I don't in that. think he was. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll look. I'll so look, look that up. Uh, you keep going. Um, the Silent Hills before then, like Homecoming, and uh, some like the, the weaker ones after the Room. Like after the Room, they they all just kind of just sucked. They haven't really been really putting out a lot of quality. And I was listening to Pro Jared about it. Hideo Kojima, I'm pretty sure, is like single-handedly keeping that company afloat because just he puts his name on stuff and it sells. So I'm wondering is why would you get rid of the Golden Goose, essentially? Especially just, when you have a great... Um, you could make a great reboot with Silent Hill. Uh, Kojima was producer on... Um... Castlevania Lords of Shadow and he his company his production career was uh, in the development team. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, he could just be hard to work with. Like, yeah, exactly. That could it's be possible. Hard. He's asking for too much money now and they can't afford what he's, you know, requesting. I don't know. Can, can we just go with a completely different thing that maybe he's just decided to leave? Yeah, that he wants I mean, to pursue a different uh maybe he wants path. To, maybe he actually wants to do film a type of game. Yeah. Yeah, or or he's just decided that you know um, Konami's a sinking ship, and he wants to go somewhere else. I mean, can you imagine what he could do if he could get another franchise going like Metal Gear Solid and sell it to all systems? Yeah. If if he continues to develop games, yeah. I'm feeling he's not going to have any problem finding no. partners. Lords of the Fallen uh, developers were saying, "Hey, you could come work for us." <laughs> but Lords of the Fallen. I mean, what's funny is like Curtis, what you're saying is like. Maybe he sees a sinking ship. He could be like the Adam Sessler of like the gaming industry and just be like, oh, this is failing? Well, it's a good thing I'm leaving soon. Mm. He did it with G4. Apparently, like, Revision 3 apparently is going down the crapper now. It's like, maybe he yeah. just sees something. Uh, I mean, uh, we I love I you, Sessler, even, if you're watching. I mean, I can't even. When we were talking about this just a second before the show started, I mean, we were like, what does even Konami make these days? You know, we were trying to, like, remember exactly what they put out. And in reality, you know, the quality games, like we said, were his Sweet games. Game. But they do a lot of stuff that's not video game related. Yes. Or at least not video game production. They do comic books, they do toys, they do, I think, board games. They do all kinds of stuff. So it's not yep. exclusively video games. All right. Yep. Um, it's going to definitely be a very interesting story to pay attention to in the coming weeks, um, especially with someone as big name as Kojima. So we might even be talking about it next week if any more anything else develops. Um, mm-hmm. Moving along, we were able to pull Murph last week from Bloodborne. <laughs> yes. 
Now he's had a week's worth of playing. So Murph, yes, Bloodborne, the floor yes. is yours. Oh, it's it. Do you like Dark Souls and you'll like Bloodborne? It's it is subtly different. It is much more of an action game. So if you didn't like the sort of slow pacing of Dark Souls, uh, this is might be the game for you. If you hated how hard it was, this is not the game for you. <laughs> this game is, I if not as hard, just as hard. Um, like, what can I say? It's it's really good. There's a lot of storytelling that's kind of in the background, but I, I'm not quite done yet. I think the story is a little more linear, but it's not... Oh, it's hard. I, I don't want to get spoilery, but it's... Mm-hmm. Okay, a lot of people. It's meeting all of your expectations. Yeah, the the graphics are not. They're good. They are not like I'm not blown away by them. Like there's some little things like people's mouths don't move. Uh, hmm. Hair doesn't look exactly right. Um, but like over like just in terms of like landscapes and like ambience and like mood, this this game is is really good. I can just imagine your, you and your wife conversing about it. Hey, honey, how's Bloodborne? His hair's not moving right! <laughs> um, one of the big questions, because this was... Uh, not was, it still is. It's a PlayStation 4 exclusive. Mm-hmm. Is it worth getting a PlayStation 4 for this game? If you are going to buy one of the next consoles, you know, a next-generation console, I this is probably the first exclusive I that is even worth it perfect personally I think like what other like there's Sunset Overdrive for Xbox for Xbox good reviews that's gotten some good reviews and what else is there like Halo whenever that comes out Halo Guardians Tomb Raider the new Tomb Raider is going to be timed exclusive I think that's just a timed exclusive so that's less of a deal in my opinion so like so, unless you like Halo, if you're a Halo guy, like this is pretty. Like if you're a Halo guy, go Xbox. If you're a Dark Souls guy, go uh, PS4. Isn't it weird though how that is sort of the PS4 big hitter at the moment? Like, isn't it weird no. how there 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 aren't like a dozen first party games for each of those consoles? How long have these been out now? A year? Yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. that's disappointing, but I just think that's the state of development like yeah, right now I feel like five years ago from software was not on the radar they weren't five years Ooh, ago think, they made yeah. demon souls I think and that and everyone was like meh so like it's kind of surprising to see that they made a just uh, jump to the front yeah like what well, would you say would you I've never played any of them mm-hmm. so correct me if I'm wrong would you say demon souls is a um or dark souls is a sequel to demon souls or is it a spiritual successor it's a spiritual successor. Okay. And there's no story relation. They just yeah. play they're, very, they're, very similarly. Okay. They, they play. There's like ref, you know, little tiny hidden references, and even it is arguable that Dark Souls is two is not a sequel to Dark Souls in the sense of Correct. in terms of story. Uh, I don't. Look, I if you want to check out called Dark Souls two, so we'll call it yeah. a sequel. But but yeah, I suppose right. the story is a little different. It's kind of like the Final Fantasies. Mm. That's, a, right. that's a good yeah. analogy. In the yeah. same universe, yeah. but not necessarily related. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Kind, yeah like, well, uh, I don't even think the Final Fantasies are in the same universe. Yeah. 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 There's, 
That would be more, even more confusing than the Zelda timeline. I think I think it's the correct term would technically be alternate reality, probably. Chase, I have a book here that explains the entire Zelda timeline. <laughs> oh, good okay. lord, how thick? Oh, hold on, it's all here. hold the side of it. It's actually not that large. Oh, yeah, it's not that thick. Wow, it's like it's, like a hundred. It's pretty good. I kind of picture it being like the Harry Potter, like, <laughs> like yeah, exactly. Like, 250 pages is not that good. Or did you guys ever watch uh, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place? I've heard I think no. They ha- they made it's a it's like a faux like horror uh show about like a faux horror author named Garth Marenghi and they had the Garth Marenghi collection. It was a book literally like this big and it was all his books in succession. That's what I was kind of anticipating with the Zelda universe. Hmm. So, that would imply uh, it's that complicated, though. Um, it is. So right now, uh, final question for Bloodborne: You paid sixty, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Is it worth the sixty right oh. now? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is a. It is. Here's the really cool part, and this is probably something that's exclusive to Souls games. They don't explain anything. Right. Like yeah. you look at the, you look at the wikis right now. They're like hit them in the head question mark question mark uh, so if you like being part of that like like being in that kind of like air of discovery like uh-huh. there there are probably things right now that people haven't done like you could be the first person to do or find something uh-huh. which is kind of really cool uh it's I mean, like I'm not going back to be in the 90s, right? There right, yeah. It's kind of that oh, like pre-internet community, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I believe like but, Final Fantasy XI was like that as well, where like there was like no strategies on how to beat certain bosses, and so it took like one group two years to actually beat like the best boss in the game, and then like oh, this is how you finally beat it. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of it's sort of like that. Maybe it like it's definitely been already. Someone's got it down a speed run down to forty four minutes. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> however, there the it's a very weird critical path. There's a lot of optional stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably gonna clock in probably around forty, fifty, maybe sixty hours mm-hmm. uh, with just before I beat it. How many are you at right now? Uh, I think I've got three or so more bosses so i probably i'm probably at like 40 40 ish mark depends on how how much time i need to beat the final boss i i have a mechanical question or mm-hmm. a, a hardware question i remember back when dark souls 2 was coming out soonish they mm-hmm. had all these tech videos where the game yeah. was jacked up to you know 20 out of 10 Mm-hmm. It looked fantastic. The shadows were super dark, uh-huh. and when the game came out, it didn't look like that at all. Uh, somewhat understandably, because it's a tech demo and they're supposed to make it look pretty, but it right. was a stark difference. It was like, whoa! I have a, I'm running this on a PC with a maxed out everything. Why? Right. Why doesn't it look like that at all? Is there a huge difference between what we were seeing six months ago in their tech demos versus what you're playing on the PS4, or do you think no. it's closer? It's it's yeah. Like in terms of, it has not changed graphically a whole ton like it's it's about it's what you see is what you get um i don't know that was really disappointing for me yeah that's a that's a whole thing great but that was a big graphic difference that i wasn't expecting to see that's a that's kind of a weird thing and we it's it's kind of hard to speculate why they went that way i mean that's Uh, tech demos in general they always look better than they end up uh i mean we'll have to see when scholar of the first sin comes out if they put that back in 
which is coming out soon for PS4. I think, yeah. I think so. they actually already put the high texture packs out there. I think you can download them. Yeah, they're yeah, doing like a DirectX 11 massive update to the engine. Um, I don't know if that's going to make it look the way we thought it would in the tech demos, but um, yeah. right, we'll just have to wait and see. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I was just wondering if there was a huge difference. No, like, like I said, it's it's a good-looking game. It's not a great-looking game. There's yeah. some minor things that annoy me, but, like, gameplay is top-notch. Mm-hmm. That's what we expect from Dark Souls. Yeah. Slash Demon Souls slash Bloodborne. From, yeah. from software. Yes. Right. Like, definite buy. And, well, it's not for everyone. If you, but I would say, hey, pick up a Demon Souls, pick up a Dark Souls if you like it. If you you know you don't yeah. you just don't feel like dropping sixty, you could probably get those for probably under ten at some point. Yeah. There's a yeah. bundle right now where it's uh, I think it's with the um, PlayStation for four hundred. So mm-hmm. basically go. basically free, right? Yep. All right, there you go. Um, we got one question in. From I've been getting a few people asking me this right now. It's been a few months since we've had this topic, so. We can at least, it's nice and fresh, we can still discuss it. What are some good games right now that are under 20? And I'll start off with Curtis. Oh man, you're going to make me go first, huh? I'm going to make you go first. Yeah, Uh, the the one that instantly jumps to mind is uh, a game that you will see almost always on people's, hey, nobody played this game, Uh, it's going to be Psychonauts. Um, Yes. Really cool little platform game that came out, I think it was the Xbox generation, the original Xbox, Yeah, Xbox, PS2. PlayStation 2, etc. Um, really, really good game. Um, the best way to describe it is you go inside, you're at a psychics camp, I believe, yeah. where they're teaching people how to be psychics. And you keep <laughs> on going in other people's brains. And, like, one guy is having PTSD, so you go in his brain and it's like a war zone. And then you go in someone else's brain, and you're like Godzilla, and you're tramping over all these like fish people and all this weird yeah. stuff. It's a really weird, unique Tim Schafer game. Um, I thought it was Tim Schafer. It is Tim Schafer game, and right now it's like it's going for ten bucks. It's real super cheap. Hmm. It's definitely worth the money. Murph, do you have any that are really good? That are good right now. So I, I'm going to have to jump into uh, PC World because I think uh, – go come back to me. Come, I'm thinking. Clegg. I, I'm looking for this iPhone game that sucked up more – here it is. Um, I mean you didn't give us a platform, so I'm just going to go with whatever. All right. Battle, Battle Heart is an uh, mm-hmm. iPhone game. I think it's also out for um, – the android but you control a party of four uh, and you go into these dungeons and uh, you're controlling them um in real time similar to you would control or direct raid members in a in really any game that involves raiding a boss where you have Hmm. to move and every character has different casts that they do in real time so you're controlling a party to you know maneuver around a boss and deal with mechanics um it's called battle heart i think it's like five bucks uh, cheap game, but it was really, really fun. I think I got 20 hours out of it, and for an iPhone game, you know, that's really good. That's it is on it is on Android as well. It's running yeah. about three bucks. Oh, there you <laughs> go. I think they came out with the second one, which I didn't like as much. It was more of a 3D dungeon crawler sort of game, but this this is a 2D uh, game similar 
to like Final uh, Final Fantasy three. Mm. You know, graphically, it's uh, you know, yeah, I know. Static, but I like it a lot. That's a good one. Murph? All right, I got mine. All I right. got um. So this one is one that I have not played, but I'm kind of. It's in my queue, and I, I've, I've, it's been recommended to me by enough people that I trust that I, I feel comfortable doing it, and that is Darkest Dungeon. Yes. It is yeah. currently in early access, but from what I hear, it is, it's reasonably well built. It is That's... exactly 1999. Oh, it's still Steam. 20 bucks? I thought it went up. Okay. No. So it might be going up soon. Who knows? Yeah, it's really good. Um, it's a really good game. Uh, if you like hard kind of roguelikes, that's a it's a really kind of just um it's brutal that's what it yeah, is it's pretty much brutal like i that one is also party based mm-hmm. um but turn based mm-hmm. more similar to final fantasy 1 and 2 mechanically mm-hmm. but it's like uh cthulhu meets diablo meets D D. yeah dragons actually yeah 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 Really oh, and, it's got you know, and keeping in my kind of like horror kick and games like that, Sunless Sea, I hear, is also really, really well. Maybe the gameplay is not the best, however, but apparently the the writing is it's kind of like a weird combination of uh, uh, like FTL and um, what's the uh, no, it, it's like, yeah, it's kind of like a Cthulhu FTL, put it that way. Huh. That sounds pretty cool. So I, yeah. Trace, are you gonna put a link to all these in the in the description of the video? I I've can just sent, now. I've just what about you, Chase? What about what's, I just what's sent you the one for Battleheart? Yay! You sent me a thing that I have to now make my editing job a little bit harder. Um, for me, um, believe because it's on sale and a lot of people have been recommending it. I'm going to go with the Vanishing of Ethan Carter. A lot. I haven't played it yet. But a lot of people keep telling me that it's a really, really fun game. Um, <laughs> if you want to go even cheaper, you can never go wrong with Hearthstone, in my opinion. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, true. it's it's free to play. Um, and so, I mean, first off, what's, you know, what's better than free? And that's the fact that it's a free to play that you don't have to pay money to win. And so I think that's why I like a lot more about it. Um, you also have... It does help, though. It does yes. help. <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely not necessary. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It does. It does help, but it's not needed. Um, mm-hmm. Warframe had a few massive updates, oh, and yeah. yeah, remember we used to play that, and they yeah. they updated it. Like they have like eight person raids and stuff. So it it got like a serious overhaul, and it's well, still a lot of fun. In case, in case they don't know what it is. What. Warframe? Warframe. Warframe. Yep. Space Ninjas. That's pretty oh. much it. It's yeah. you have like what's really cool about Warframe, we mentioned it previously in another in a last week's episode. Um you know, more detailed, you play as a space ninja essentially. You're stealth missions, but there's zero stealth mechanics to it because as soon as you fire a gun, ah, we got the chaos going. And so you have like you fight against different factions, you have um like these space marine like people and like the grenier you have the oh my gosh i'm blanking uh there's the robot guys there's the robot people ng ng that's i don't know I'll look like up. The, corvus corvus i think it's corvus, corvus. i think i got it that sounds that sounds right that sounds about right and then you have like these plague outbreaks like and what's really cool is that all the levels change 
and they will also have alerts where they will um, they'll say, hey, by the way, if you complete this mission, because it's a special event, you'll get bonus loot, you'll get better items, etc. Um, yeah, there's a big crafting system. There's a in it. Whole, and, and huge crafting the, system. The shooter, by the way. If we it's a shooter. Third person. Yeah. yeah, it's a third person shooter, which you can kind of treat like as a hack and slash if you're like me and just want to be the dick character and just start swinging <laughs> away at everything. Um, it's a lot of fun, and not only can you level up yourself, you level up your profile, you level up different um, suits. You have different types of suits that do different things. Um, mm -hmm. My personal favorite is the Loki. Because, you know, like, you know, the god, he is literally like this dick champion that can go invisible. He can make clones of himself. He can um, disable every gun. It's like, all right, let's go the way of the kings and start sword fighting each other. And it's a lot of fun. There's a, there's a fire guy. There's even like a water guy. Um, there's so many different combinations. It's a lot of fun. And, and I think that one's multi-platform, isn't it? Um, they just they. Now? It's not. I don't think it's on PlayStation. It's on Xbox One now. I think it's on Xbox. They it's they just released on Xbox One about a few months ago. Uh, it's definitely on PC, so mm -hmm. it is definitely worth at least checking out. Play a few levels with it because you got to know the mechanics. But the way it runs, the way it handles, it's so good, and it's also not a pay-to-win. So. Mm. Check it out. Check out Warframe. Well, and it's a lot of fun. Like, it is. It is. Um, it is PlayStation Four as well. It, oh, so, did they make PlayStation Four? Okay, so that's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, just I agree with everything that Chase said. It's a really good game to play with your friends. Yeah. Yes, co-op is fun in that one. Yep. Yeah. All right. Do they have competitive verses in there at all, or is it still? All I think there was a competitive battle, but then. Like I don't think anybody did it, but I think there's, they still have it. I know oh, that oh. there's there's also like clans and stuff as well. Like mm -hmm. you get to create your own dojo, and it's just like I remember we had ours, and it was a lot of fun. Yep. Like we all put like stuff into it, and we all tried to make like different suits and different weapons, etc. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool stuff. It was, it was really cool. It was a lot of fun. You can also level up your weapons, and like you can mm -hmm. custom, you can customize so many things, especially for a free to play game. It's kind of nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And graphically, it's very pretty. Yeah. Yes, it is. It is. It's a very attractive game. Yes. Very cool. Um, you also can do like ninja-like things, like run up walls yeah. and stuff like that, and right. all that kind of one stuff. One thing that I thought was really cool, and still one of the coolest moments I ever got to experience, was it was me and two other people, and they're, they're both friends of ours, and we were playing on Skype. And we were doing, like, pretty much, like, one of those, like, um, onslaught missions, you know, where this, like, wave keep coming, and then it's like, oh, hey, um, next wave's coming, do you want to leave now? And so we're doing that, and all of a sudden, <laughs> a boss spawns on a different, that he's not supposed to be there. And so what the boss ended up doing was attacking me and captured me. And so now I had to escape from a different planet with zero <laughs> help whatsoever. Oh, and it, it was, um... For spoiler, I'm gonna to try to keep this very minimal. It was Alad V, which right. the, um, I know, it, I know, you know who it is. Yeah, I do know. Who he it is. has a very cool, very unique, very dark story to it. So like that's why it was like really cool and interesting, especially to hear his voice, like his brooding voice. It's like I really just hate this guy. And I had to like I had to go and get my weapons. I had to get my abilities. I had to go and get my armor and everything. So I'm literally running around naked, being a ninja. 
and avoiding fire. And it was <laughs> it was intense, but it was a lot of fun. So mm-hmm. that's at least for me. So yeah, all that's right. a good one. Sounds good. Yeah. So Warframe, check it out. And all the other games that they mentioned. So <laughs> all right. Um we talked about this last week. And we'll talk about it one more time because Murph, you did a little bit more of a study on Jurassic Park 2. Right. Is still it a bad movie. Still a bad movie? But. That's the conclusion. But. Good night, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> the part where the Tyrannosaurus is running around San Diego is really cool. Yes. And I think it saves it. I think it's enough of a really cool moment to make to put it into the good bad movie from 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 the bad just bad movies what's a good bad movie uh love, demolition love man to hate it demolition man okay demolition man. The... Yeah. <laughs> there's no, there's, like that's the best yeah um i saw a horror movie last week and i don't think i talked about it last week um it was called it follows it, okay it's really cool it, it's it's basically about this entity that if you have sex with somebody, you see it. And the only way you can get rid of it is if you pass it on to somebody else. But if that person dies, it comes back up in the chain. And so it, it literally just like keeps on killing. And so nobody else can see it. It's just that person or the people that are affected. It's like paranormal AIDS. And so it's just like a person who hangs around you. It's literally like it works that way. It's it's close (laughs) enough. It's they're literally like it's they take the form of anybody, somebody that you know, somebody that you don't know, but they'll always be walking, and they'll always walk towards you. And what's even crazier is like there's moments throughout the movie where I'm not watching the main character. I'm watching behind the main character to the side of the main character because you will always see like somebody and it's like you're wondering mm. are they going to strike who's it going to be and they always change appearances and it was a very eerie movie and I think what made it even better was the fact that it didn't rely on jump scares or gore which you've been seeing a lot in horror movies as of late mm. so okay. it's yeah, definitely okay. a movie that I recommend it's called It Follows that has a very like no big names whatsoever. No, I'm pretty sure it's all like indie actors. The soundtrack's pretty cool. It has like an '80s sound to it, oh. but it's definitely a movie I would recommend, um, especially like with the horror genre the way it is right now. It's definitely worth the watch. And I, I would also say it's worth the price of admission. Okay, that's cool. All right, sounds good. Cool, great job. Anything else we want to talk about at all? Um, I started watching the X Files last night. Ooh, that that's, that I want to believe episodes, that's yeah, still so a good I show. Believe, I wanted to believe Chase because well, it's coming back, right? They're right, doing yes. like a sixth episode reboot or continuation with the same two actors, which is nice. Wait, what? Um, I thought I would rewatch. Yes. Yeah, they're getting <laughs> they're getting Mulder getting and Scully back together. Them together for like it's, it's yeah. a short run, as they've said it's like six episodes long. It's yeah, not okay. going to be a, a whole new season. Um, but I haven't seen it in so long. I decided to go back and watch them, and I got through the first three episodes. It kind of holds up pretty decently, you know. Yeah. I mean, you don't expect crazy special effects or graphics or whatever, but they worked with what they had, and 
that it's it's still pretty good. I like it. That's a good show. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it in you know ten years or something. I actually never saw it on its original run. Uh, like any I, episodes whatsoever. Eh, I saw. <laughs> oh, I mean, I caught the odd episode when I was like really young, and it scared the crap mm-hmm. out of me. Yeah, yeah but, right. Uh, I right? watch it with my dad um, every once in a while. But like. You know, rewatching it as an adult, it's it has that kind of like what Chase was talking about. It doesn't do jump scares. It's that I was just thinking that exactly. It's super just unsettling. I think is the right word. Where you because they make you wait. Yes, a long time for the payout, and the payout isn't a jump. And there, there was one I can just remember. I think it was in the first season. It was when they're in like they kind of had a thing episode where they're in the snow and then there's this like worm I think it is that's like going around and they, some people might be affected some people might not be infected and I don't remember exactly what happens but it was a really really interesting episode where people were like basically trying to kill each other <laughs> and it was like oh, it was really good it's really yeah good. but but it's not jump scare it's not gore scare it's creepy scare yes yes yeah. Right, mm-hmm. it's about the tension. Yeah, good show. Um, <laughs> this kind of made me think about it. it. It's actually somewhat related. I realize I found what one of my guilty pleasures are, and oh? that's top ten lists. Because oh, okay. I'll see, yeah, yeah, like I'll see. Watch Mojo. Yes, that... that's exactly yes. it. Because addicted to that. I'll watch one, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Top ten weirdest ways people have died in movies. I mean, why not? Oh, another top All right. ten? All right, why not? And like, by the time I realized it, I've watched like five. <laughs> and it was like, why am I watching this? And it made me realize certain things. The only time I would ever stick to VH1 is if they had like one of those top ten like weirdest reality show moments or best whatever moments. I'm like... All right, I'm interested. <laughs> so that's at least me. But like one of them was like top ten weirdest ways people have died in horror, and it's like bless you. Oh. And so like that's why it's like oh horror, oh top ten people died weird. <laughs> I love those videos. Yeah. I, can't, I can't help it. Yeah, they're awesome. Um, Tron Three may have a title as well. Tron Wait, Ascension. Tron. Sorry, Tron. we were doing so good, and I didn't have to do any work of editing. But now, but, but Tron, you had to bring up Tron. What's wrong with Tron? Uh, it's a Tron. bad movie. Yeah, yeah. The original Tron is okay. Not a good the original, the original Tron is pretty. There's crazy. not been a good. There's not been a good Tron. Legacy, the Uprising, Tron 2.0. Well, okay, let, let's talk about Tron 2.0 for a second. Um. I thought it dragged. I thought that mo- that movie could have been an hour oh, or like forty five minutes. Or... Yeah, the movie. I thought it's just like there's this section where nothing happens. Well, Murphy's saying happens. it could have just not existed. That's, yep. well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You have to say that it does exist, so it could have been whittled down to something to make it better. I mean, it could have been he could have like jumped off of that parachute thing and then <laughs> parachute didn't deploy. Just, Got hit by a truck. <laughs> hit by a truck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Whatever. Gone Home's a crappy game, so uh, there you go. Uh, uh, wow. Just don't lash out because, because Tron I, is bad. Don't lash can, out can, because Tron is bad. Can Gone... we at least 
agree it was a bad idea to CG Jeff Bridges' face? Yeah. Can we agree he looked like a Barbie doll? His, like that was like, eh, come on now. Like it's anytime like, they make anybody look young, like like yeah. Patrick Stewart oh. in X Men Origins, oh, it's like I'm God. pretty sure you just wasted your entire CG budget making him yeah. look younger. Yeah. Uh, that was that was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, mm. But I'm I'm excited for Tron Three. I love Tron Legacy. And screw you, Murph. On that I, note, I'm I'm a terrible person and I hate everything that's good. Exactly. I thought it had some good elements in it, but overall, I did not think it was a great movie. That's how I. Okay. Think. Like Murph says, Jurassic Park Two is a good bad movie. I still argue that it's not a good movie, and it's not a good bad movie. But <laughs> it's a movie. It's a movie. I won't say you love to hate. Might be a little extreme, but yeah, I, you know, it's not you like enjoy watching it, even though it's you know kind of not good. But see, it's <sighs> funny because Murph says that scene at the end is makes it good, and I disagree. I think that's what makes it bad. Oh, the New York thing. I, San, San Diego. I, I think oh, it's a good movie up to the point where the other people showed up. <laughs> other, like, the engine people showed up. I thought it was a really interesting movie until that happened, and then it just completely blew everything. Mm-hmm. That scene with the raptors in the grass where there's a whole bunch of hunters in there, I still think is a great scene. The scene where she's doing gymnastics and punching the velociraptor, that is not a good scene. If, if she had done that little gymnastic trolley thing, hit the raptor and then bounced right back and the raptor stood upright yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean there's just elements of a good movie i think that's why it's so frustrating uh, yeah. just take both jeff goldblum out and i think that would be a better movie too i uh, know i think we need more they need to clone <laughs> jeff goldblum <laughs> instead of the dinosaurs <laughs> uh i'm always looking out for a future mrs malcolm and there's like just a bunch of them oh. but his head is just on the raptors and everything <laughs> no someone uh someone showed me the um Jeff Goldblum laughing in Jurassic Park, the ha 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 ha, and like they eventually made a remix of it, and so we eventually started playing it every time we kind of dicked over the other person at Mario Party because it fits so well. Ha 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 ha
I thought that Javier Bardem was so good. Like, no one's going to beat him. Then you have bringing Christoph really Waltz. And it's what? like, ooh. Talking about intense, that scene in freaking Glorious Bastard still makes me squirm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I went by a daycare the other day, and it was called La Petite. And I think I kept thinking of that opening. <laughs> Monsieur La Petite. Oh, my God. That's a good movie. Oh, anyway. such a good movie. All right, let's wrap things up. Thank you guys very much for watching. If you're watching us on YouTube or listening to us via Podcast Garden, Stitcher, TuneIn, um, iTunes, whatever it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. You can like the show page at facebook.com slash that new show show. You could follow me on Twitter at Chase Bunker, or you can follow the show's Twitter at that underscore game underscore show. Um, feel free to leave a like, comment. What What did you like about Jurassic Park 2? What movie do you want us to also kind of critique? Please let it be a somewhat like decent one. On uh, um, also, subscribe to this channel, that new show, and you could also see other videos coming up, like other interviews, and even previous interviews. They're actually really cool. And I played Payday for a little bit, and it was fun. The third one's the best one. So, with that all being said, for Curtis Coe, Murph Murphy, and Daniel Clegg, I am Chase Bunker saying have a good rest of your week, and we'll talk to you next week. Have a great April Fool's. Bye.